Turn your Bibles to Psalm 33. One of my favorite psalms. Psalm 33. We don't know that David wrote this psalm, but hey, it comes right after number 32. It comes right at the end of Psalm 32, when David wrote that psalm. The first verse starts like the end of verse 32. Uh, the, fir- the end of chapter 32, Psalm 32, ended um, there at verse 11. A psalm of praise and why we should be joyful in the Lord. Let's all stand and read Psalm 33 in unison. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Praise the Lord with harp, sing unto him with a psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song, play skillfully with a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as in heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looketh from heaven, he beholdeth all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation, he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike. He considereth all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. An horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death, and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we hope in thee. Amen. You may be seated. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. The Lord wants us to be joyful in him, to delight ourselves in him. If we are righteous, it's because the Lord has spoken to us. The Lord has revealed himself to us. He has changed our hearts. So therefore, we have all the more reason to rejoice in him because of his goodness to us in salvation. Amen. For praise is comely for the upright, 
It's appropriate. It's fitting for the upright. If the world doesn't praise the Lord, if they don't rejoice in the Lord, we should. It's appropriate and fitting for us. We should do that for all that he has done for us. And notice in verse 2 that singing is a part of praising the Lord. If you really want to praise the Lord, you should enjoy singing. Singing should be a big part of that praise of the Lord as we make it every Lord's Day here when we sing the Lord. But it's not just singing. Notice that the psalmist wanted to sing with a new song. He wanted to give something better to the Lord. He wanted to do something above and beyond the normal. He wanted to sing a new song. He wanted to play skillfully. And he wanted to make a loud noise. Hey, we should do all those things. Going above and beyond the normal. A new song. Skillful playing. We don't play, but we, hey, we, we sing well. We sing parts. That's singing skillfully. And we should sing loud from the heart. Enthusiastically. Zealously. To show the Lord that we enjoy his worship. And that we are rejoicing in him. This whole psalm, though, then goes on to tell us the various ways that we should rejoice, what we should rejoice for, what the Lord has done, how great he is. That's the whole focus of this psalm, telling us why we should rejoice in the Lord. He loveth righteousness, excuse me, verse 4, for the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. They're right, they're sure. There's nothing wrong or sinful about the word of the Lord. It's perfect. It's pure. All his works are done in truth. There's nothing deceptive about the Lord's, his works. Everything that we see in his word is truthful. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. When we look around us and see that goodness filling the earth, we should rejoice in the Lord. That should cause us to bless his name. Hey, we are here this morning because we are, we have health. We have strength for the most part. The Lord has given us peace and quiet in this land. We are well fed. And there's many more things beyond that. The goodness of the Lord fills the earth. But look, at, look around us this day. How few are praising the Lord. How few rejoice in him. How few bless him for that goodness. Let's make sure that we don't. We want to praise the Lord with great voice every day and today for his goodness that fills the earth. His creative ability is seen there in verses 6 and 7. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as in heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Probably the two places that we least understand is the far reaches of interstellar space. We can't see that very well, even with a great microscope telescope, excuse me, you can barely see the far galaxies of the universe. But the Lord knows them and made them. By the word of his mouth, he made those stars and galaxies. And the depths of the sea, we don't understand what's miles down there very well at all. But the Lord has his storehouses down there in the depths of the sea. He has made those things. We understand them not, but those are his. And he has made them by the word of his mouth. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. Look at the sovereign, absolute power and word of the Lord God. When he speaks, it's done. No questions asked. It's finished. It's completed. And when he commands, 
It stands fast. No one changes it. It stands fast. It's complete. It's finished. It's done. And no one can stand against that. In contrast to that, the Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. I don't care who you are. I don't care what measures they go to to stand against the Lord and to oppose his decrees. He causes them to be nothing. He puts them down. They can't stand against him. He makes the devices of the people of none effect. But the counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. His will, his decrees stand forever to all generations. Blessed is the nation. Another reason why we should rejoice in the Lord. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. If we are here this day and have chosen the great God of heaven as our Lord, our God, then he's reached down to us. He has saved us. He's revealed himself to us. And he's made us his own inheritance. Can you imagine that? That we, the lowly people of this world, that he's chosen. He's chosen for his inheritance. And we are going to inherit him someday through Jesus Christ. The Lord looketh from heaven, he beholdeth all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation, he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike, he considereth all their works. The Lord knows everyone. He knows your heart, he knows my heart. He sees us all, and we should rejoice on him for his all-seeing eye, that he knows and understands all of us, and he will hold us accountable for what we do. And then look at this, look at salvation. Look at deliverance in the Bible. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. And our brother Newell's going to be bringing verses to bear on that a little later in his preaching. And horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. In the Bible days and today, numerical odds are what you count on to win a battle. And a mighty man... He, he counts on his strength, his ability to win the fight. And a horse, in Bible's days, a horse was a great war weapon that they used in numbers to win the outcome. But neither, none of these things can stand against the Lord. The Lord saves despite numerical odds, despite strength, and despite many horses. The Lord's counsel, that comes to pass, and he saves by his strength alone. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. How? To deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. The the Lord doesn't have an eye, but he looks upon us with favor and blessing if we fear him, if we hope in his mercy. And here the psalmist comes back to himself, our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our hearts shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. The psalmist was looking back at how the Lord had blessed him and prospered him in days gone by. And he knew that as he trusted in the Lord, that the Lord would bless him and keep him in the days ahead. He is our help and our shield. He is the source of our prosperity. He's the source of our blessing. And he's the source of our deliverance and our safety. He is our help and our shield. And then the psalmist prays a short prayer here at the very end. Verse 22, let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. Do you hope in the Lord today? If you hope in the Lord, 
If you trust in him, then his mercy will be upon you, not because we have any strength, not because we're righteous, but the Lord will give us his mercy according as we hope in, the, in him. Right. If you ever have any doubts, if the Lord's going to be merciful to you, tell him that you are hoping in the Lord. You're trusting in him, and you want him to be merciful upon you. Should we not praise the Lord? Amen. Should we not rejoice in the many facets of his goodness to us that we recounted through this psalm? Right. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Amen.